0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. My new course, Matrimony, is finally live. If you're interested in bettering your relationship, If you want to learn tools on how to improve, if you've been to my conferences and you want help with implementation, this is the class for you. The name is Matrimony, and it includes three things. The first thing it includes is you'll receive instant access to my top three marriage classes, Number two, you'll receive access into the private community so that you don't feel alone in your journey to better your relationship. And three, you'll receive direct access to me because I'm going to join that group several days a week so that you can pick my brain on any questions you have. This class is for all couples. So whether you're engaged and you want to learn how to do marriage right, or you've been married for 15 or 20 years and you know you're missing some tools, this is the course to check out. If you're interested, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com and click on class and you'll read all about it. So if that's something you're interested in, check it out and I hope to see you there. Today I'm gonna talk about five steps to becoming a warm partner versus a cold partner so let's dig in the first piece is understanding why it's important so a cold partner is a partner who doesn't smile it's a partner who is not affectionate it's a partner who's standoffish they're overly reserved they stick to themselves that's a cold partner And it's hard to feel safe with a cold partner. It's hard to feel connected with a cold partner. And research shows over and over when people have a choice between picking a warm person versus a cold person, they pick the warm person every time. And the warm person is someone who smiles. It's someone who's affectionate. It's someone who says kind things. When you're around someone who's warm, we let our guard down. Makes us feel safe. We open up so obviously we all desire our partners to become warm people and the question is are you are you a warm person are you a warm partner and that's step one again is understanding why it's important it's important for all of us to strive toward becoming warmer because that's going to make our partner feel closer more connected And that's going to bless our relationship. It's going to benefit our relationship. It's going to boost our connection. The second reason you want to become a warm partner is you have to understand what's influenced you. So this is where you want to take a self-assessment. On a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the warmest, zero being the coldest, how warm are you? Where would you rank yourself on that scale? If you were to ask your partner this, how warm am I? as a partner 10 being the warmest zero being the coldest ask them that question and see what they would rank you and then reflect for a moment what's made me this way if i'm a really warm person what's made me so warm if i'm a really cold person what's made me so cold most likely you're going to find some origins to your upbringing for example if you're raised in a home that wasn't very warm and your parents were cold, your parents didn't smile, your parents weren't very affectionate, your parents were aloof, guess what? That's the way you've learned to interact. That's the modeling you received. And so if that's your origin, most likely you're going to reflect some of that in your own marriage and vice versa. If you're raised in a home that was very loving and very affectionate and everyone was smiling and saying positive things to each other, that is going to be reflected with how you show up in your marriage it's going to be easy for you to show up with a warm attachment style so it's just helpful to understand where am I on the scale of warm versus cold and how did I get here what made me this way look to your upbringing to connect those dots it will help you understand when I'm working with couples in my practice I will see some couples and partners who are cold And lo and behold, when I talked to them about their family of origin, it wasn't too good. They may have been abandoned. They may have been mistreated. They may have felt unloved. They may have felt rejected. And when you have those experiences growing up, we turn inward. We withdraw. People are unsafe. So we become standoffish. And then it creates a vicious cycle. The more standoffish we are, the more people don't like us, which reinforces that no one likes us, so we withdraw even further, making us even more standoffish. It creates a vicious cycle and we become even more cold. The opposite can happen. If you're raised in a home where you had a lot of love, a lot of security, and it made you into a warm person, you're probably gonna have an easier time in adulthood making connections, making relationships. And every time you have another positive interaction, it reinforces to you that people are good and that people bring pleasure, and that makes you even more open and warmer. So that creates another cycle, but a positive cycle. Can you relate? Which of those cycles can you relate to? So understanding the origins is really powerful because this influences how we show up in our marriage. Are we cold or are we warm? So this leads me into number three. Regardless of where you land on that continuum, It's important to grow in your warmth. The warmer you become as a partner, the better your marriage is gonna get. So the third step in becoming a warm partner is learn to smile at your partner. How much do you smile? It sounds simple, but a lot of us don't smile at our partner, especially with greetings. When you first see your partner in the morning, do you have a smile on your face? When you first come home from work, Do you have a smile on your face, or do you have a frown, or are you serious? That nonverbal communication speaks volumes. When you don't seem enthusiastic, and when you're not smiling when you first greet your partner, it sends the message, I'm not very excited to see you. I could care less if you're here right now. I really wish you weren't here right now. Those are the kind of signals it gives off when you're not warm with your initial greetings. So you have to warm up your greetings. And one of the easiest ways to do that is with your smile. Show your teeth. That reflects love. That reflects warmth. And that sends the signal, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're a part of my life. So watch your greetings this upcoming week and notice how much are you smiling when you first see your partner in the mornings and when you first see them after work the fourth step to consider to become a warmer partner is affection how affectionate are you how much do you touch your partner and this is non-sexual touch so this is touching them on the shoulder playing with their hair rubbing their back grabbing their hand putting your leg your hand on their leg going up behind them and giving them a hug all non-sexual how affectionate are you warm people are affectionate people they touch and often they do it while they're smiling they'll go up to their partner with a smile as they put their arm around their partner that's a warm interaction cold people don't touch they're standoffish and if you touch them they tend to shy away they don't reciprocate that touch So how affectionate are you? You want to work on becoming a more affectionate person, regardless if it feels comfortable, regardless if you like it, regardless of your personal preference, become more affectionate. It's going to benefit your relationship. It's going to make you into a warmer person and try to fuse those things together, a smile and a touch. A touch and a smile. They go hand in hand and it will make you a warmer person person, a warmer partner. The fifth step to becoming a warmer partner is kind words. How kind are your words to your partner? Kind words can be compliments. Kind words can be empathy. Kind words can be anything pleasant that comes out of your mouth. How kind are you? Or how unkind are you? When your partner vents, Do you tend to bring it back on yourself or try to fix them? Or instead of giving them compliments, you point out faults? That's someone who's unkind, and that makes you seem cold. That makes you seem unapproachable. That makes you seem rejecting. So our words are very powerful communicators with how warm or cold we are. So think for a moment this upcoming week, how could you become a warmer partner with your mouth? How much could you give more compliments? How could you be more helpful? How could you give more empathy? Those are the ways to become warm with your words, to be kind with your words, and that's going to help bring your partner in. They're going to feel closer to you. They're going to feel safer with you. That's going to boost your emotional intimacy, which is going to boost your physical intimacy. So those things are all important when you put it together. You have a smile provide some affection, and say something kind. It's a three-prong approach, right there to become a warmer partner. It's the smile, it's the touch, it's the words. You start putting that together on a regular basis, and your partner is gonna start loving you more because you're easier to love, because you're becoming warmer. It's hard to love someone who's cold. It's like loving a stone. It's very difficult. But the warmer you become, The more loved your partner is going to feel and the easier it's going to be for them to love you. So those are five steps to becoming a warmer partner. Number one, understand why it's important because most people prefer warmth over cold. Number two, understand what has influenced you on where you land on the cold versus warm scale. Number three, smile more especially with greetings. Number four, provide affection, non-sexual touch. And number five, say kind words. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And remember to click out my new class, Matrimony. Click on class once you come to my website. Remember, your marriage is alive. So if you want to nurture it, care for it. It will grow. It will come back to life. If you stop watering it, you start neglecting it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.